welcome to Beijing's Daily News. We'll be covering liquid staking after Ethereum's Shanghai upgrade, the answer to Ethereum's scaling, and how Web3 games win over games. Let's get to it. On January the 4th, KOL, the DeFi investor, shared the impact of Ethereum upgrade. The following is its main content. The upcoming Ethereum upgrade will have a huge impact on liquid staking protocols. Here's why I think liquid staking is a growing trend, and a few gems to capitalize on this opportunity. First of all, what's so interesting about the Ethereum Shanghai upgrade? Once Shanghai is released, Ethereum staking withdrawals will be enabled. Because withdrawals are not available at this moment, many people are skeptical of staking their ETH. That's why only 14% of the ETH supply is staked. In comparison, the majority of layer 1s have a 40% plus staking ratio. Here's where things are getting interesting. If more people will stake Ethereum after Shanghai upgrade, which is likely, most will opt for liquid staking derivatives. Because liquid staking derivatives can be used across DeFi without giving up the staking yield, after withdrawing staked Ethereum becomes available, the revenue of liquid staking providers will likely take off. Revenue going up will make their tokens benefit as well. So here are a few tokens expected to benefit from the Shanghai upgrade. LDO, RPL, Swiss, and FXS. It's too early to predict which of these protocols will benefit the most from the Shanghai upgrade, but a new narrative is very likely to emerge around liquid staking if Shanghai upgrade isn't postponed. Overall, I think that all these projects are poised for growth in 2023. On December the 28th, Nason published a research report titled ZK Sync, the answer to Ethereum scaling. The following are the main contents of the report. ZK Sync is arguably the most exciting layer 2 right now. It has deployed its mainnet, Baby Alpha, and is expected to launch its full mainnet by the end of this year or early Q1 2023. It will be the first EVM compatible validity rollup, and 150 projects have indicated that they will deploy there, including most of the DeFi blue chips. Additionally, ZK Sync will launch the first Layer 3 proof of concept in 2023. The enormous promise of Layer 3 has been purely hypothetical so far and it will be very interesting to see how it will work in practice. ZK Sync's focus on EVM compatibility is a key design choice, and one that could determine its success. There are both pros and cons to this, with the obvious pro being the EVM's unrivaled infrastructure and ecosystem. However, other projects are focusing on developing new virtual machines that they hope will be better for building applications suited to mass adoption. While native account abstraction in ZK Sync will facilitate a superior user experience, it remains to be seen whether or not keeping with the EVM will be advantageous in the longer term. ZK Sync's latest funding round of 200 million and total ecosystem funding of 485 million make it one of the best capitalized layer 1 layer 2s with an exciting scaling roadmap. Its alignment with Ethereum is notable, demonstrated by gas fees paid in ETH. While this will appeal to Ethereum builders, it is unclear how powerful their first move advantage will be as a general purpose EVM compatible validity rollup. Native account abstraction can help significantly improve the user experience, potentially opening up crypto to mainstream use. It will be interesting to see what account abstraction features will be added in the short to medium term and if they can live up to their promise. Layer 3 will be a key battleground for ZK rollups, and ZK Sync is seeking to become the accepted standard for hosting Layer 3s which can be securely interoperable with one another through cryptography. Their L3 POC will be live in Q1 2023, which is something to pay close attention to. 
It will be interesting to see what extent layer 3s can be built with arbitrarily different design mechanisms and how customizable layer 3 will be. A key challenge of which there has not been a clear solution to will be decentralizing the prover. Most rollups have decentralization on their roadmap, but doing so in a way that is anti-fragile and ensures continued high performance remains to be seen. On January the 5th, James, head of Animoca Ventures, shared how Web3 games win over gamers on Twitter. For Web3 game, there are many bad opinions. Common attack vector includes NFTs are a scam. A special attack vector includes it's too troublesome to figure out wallets. The limit break attack is Web3 games are just not fun. Let's address and parry each of these in turn. There are speculators in NFT markets because NFTs are a free and vibrant market. The number speaks for themselves. Vibrant markets attract bad actors and scammers, same as every other market. But that's missing the main function of NFTs, the fact that you can trade it. You can put it in your wallet, store away, and in some unfortunate instances, get scammed by bad actors. Is the fact that you own it. Assets in traditional games are rented and not owned. I agree with this criticism that wallets are troublesome because it's true. Web3 onboarding is still daunting to newcomers, but the good news is one, many builders are working on smoothing this process, including Animoca. Two, normal games have some onboarding friction as well. Friction in onboarding and verification does not need to be zero. Nothing has zero friction. It just needs to be low enough to be tolerated as we tolerate it in most of our activities. And a player would tolerate it for only one reason, a great and fun game. A gameplay loop of challenge, mastery, and reward. Both Web3 games' biggest critics and dedicated builders can agree that great gameplay is a key to Web3 games. And this is why I'm also convinced that Web3 games is inevitable. With the talent and capital going into Web3 games, a critically acclaimed Web3 game that becomes a blockbuster is just a matter of time. And these blockbusters will make the friction worthwhile. And just as importantly, give every gamer true digital property rights. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishingventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account Bishing Ventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishing Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.